right. Hey, everyone. If you're curious about how to become a meteorologist, then please stay tuned for this episode. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. It's Kiki here today. Kemi couldn't be here to record. Um, I'm going to miss her a lot, but we are joined by a really special guest today. I was just like sitting one day and I was like, hmm, we haven't like interviewed a meteorologist before. So um, our friend of the podcast, Janae, came through and her friend Aisha is here today with us. Um, and she's a meteorologist. She's going to talk about her career. I think it's going to be really interesting because I've always been curious about this career. So let me introduce Aisha. I'll read her bio and then we'll get started. Um, so Aisha Scott is an award-winning certified broadcast meteorologist at NBC Chicago. Her career has taken her from the Southeast to the Mid-Atlantic and now the Midwest, covering everything from hurricanes and tornadoes to blizzards. Aisha is a proud Norfolk State University graduate where she earned her Bachelor of Science degree in Mass Communications. She also holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Geosciences and Broadcast Meteorology from Mississippi State University. Aisha is a member of several organizations, including Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, National Association of Black Journalists, National Weather Association, and the American Meteor Meteorological Society. Aisha's busy, y'all, and we love it. Um, so, Aisha, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to talk to you, too, because I wish I had something like this <laughs> when mm -hmm. I was yeah. coming up and really thinking about what I wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really like why Kimmy and I started this. We've been doing it about two years now. And that was the thing. We we both were like, we didn't have any resource like this, even though we had, you know, great education. I think we all, you know, had great education and people probably ahead of us. But it was like, hmm, I didn't really get like the in-depth guidance that I needed about like careers or how to pick a career. So yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, we all, we all, like everyone that comes on here is like, I wish I had this too. And we're like, yeah, we wish we had it as well. <laughs> um, so it's great. And sorry, y'all, if I didn't mention, this is one of our career series, as you probably already noticed. Um, so we're just going to have Aisha give us a really, um, a really good snapshot of what her career entails, how she started her career. So Aisha, I'll let you get started. If you could just give us a little bit of information about like your background, um, or actually let's start with, if you just... Say what your title is, what you do in your day-to-day. -day. We'll start with that. Yeah. So as you mentioned, my name's Aisha Scott. I am a broadcast meteorologist. Um, so I'm a meteorologist who works on television. Um, I work at NBC Chicago. I actually have been here about two years, a little over two years. Um, so just recently moved to Chicago not too long ago. And really when it comes to the day-to-day -day with the meteorologist, um, I forecast the weather. I forecast the weather. I predict the weather. And then I have to go on TV mm -hmm. um, to let people know what is going to happen with the weather, not only for that day, but also here we do 10 days out. So we normally look uh, 10 days out. Most stations, at least that I've worked at, I did like a seven day forecast, but we do 10 mm -hmm. days. So we look ahead too to see what we're thinking as far as uh, the weather goes. Okay. And I, I know I have a lot of questions. I always wonder, because it's like we see it and it looks really easy, but I know y'all put a lot of work into your craft. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'll, I'll ask for like more in depth too, because I'm sure people are curious, like how, how you even like predict the weather, how that all works. Right. 
Um, that's awesome though. How, how do you, so can you talk about how you got started? Like, how did you become familiar? And I'm sure you watch TV and you, fi- you figured it <laughs> out, but like, what made you want to get started with a meteorologist's career? So I've actually wanted to be a meteorologist since I was seven years old. Wow. Um, okay. Seven years old. And you know, it's funny because talking to my mom, she says that she thinks the weather bug bit me at like two, three years old. And I asked her, you know, what do you mean by that? And she said, um, I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia. We don't get snow a lot in southeastern mm-hmm. Virginia. Right. And we had a really big snowstorm. And she said, I, I took you outside. It was me, her and my grandfather. And she said, the snowflake fell in your hand and you closed your hand and then you opened your hand back up. And you looked around like, where did it go? <laughs> what happened to it? That's so and cute. Oh, said, my goodness. You know, she said, you looked at me. You looked at, I called my grandfather, dad at, she said, you mm-hmm. looked at, at him. And you you were just wondering, like, where did this snowflake go? And she said, for her, that's when it started. Mm-hmm. But for me, as far as I can remember, I was seven years old. Um, and, you know, I grew up watching the Weather Channel. So okay. Most young folks, young people, Saturday morning, kids, I'll say, Saturday morning, will watch cartoons and things right. of that nature. That was not me, okay? <laughs> I was not watching cartoons on Saturday morning. I was watching the Weather Channel, like the Weather love Channel. That. I love it. And it. Yeah, and you know, I... I grew up um, just very curious. I've always been curious, still very curious. I have a lot of questions about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so growing up um, in Virginia, you know, we got a little bit of everything as far as weather is concerned. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes in the summer, you're talking thunderstorms, severe thunderstorms, tornadoes. Right. I mean, just some of everything. And I, I just always wondered, you know, how does this stuff Form. You know, mm-hmm. how is lightning created? Thunder, you know, where does that come from? Um, hurricanes, where do hurricanes come from? So for me, I, I feel like those questions kind of led me to led me to meteorology, but I think it even opened up a bigger um mm-hmm. idea of, you know, what if I could just do this for a living? Like, is this right. even a thing? <laughs> you know, a person who studies the weather and answers some of these questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what I did. And I'll never forget, I think it was middle or high school. um, I actually had one of our local meteorologists come and talk to our class. And for me, that was it. I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. (laughs) This sounds like something I could do. I love that. That's that's like really an amazing story because it just just was piqued by your curiosity like at a very young age, which... That's just, yeah, it's just very cool that you were watching the Weather, the weather Channel, too, at seven years old. Um, but the story about your mom, that's really sweet, too, that she she probably already knew. Moms always know. Right. Um, always yes, know. they do. That's super cool. I love that. So you said you kind of already, well, you definitely had an idea, like, that you wanted to be a meteorologist as your career. So, like, in high school, you know, besides, you know, having someone come to your class, but, like, in high school, like, what things were you doing to like prepare yourself for college. And I, I guess I asked that too, because I see you have two bachelor's degrees. So like, how are you doing your research or like, how did you come to the decision to like get two bachelor's degrees or, you know, is it not, is it not really easy to study that in college? Yeah. Like most colleges? And 
So my path was a little, um, it was a little unique. And I, I say okay. that because I've wanted to be a meteorologist since I was, ever since I was seven. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, at that point, I could put like the title to it. Like I didn't know what it was until that point. Okay. So when I went to like middle school and high school and I was able to shadow and had meteorologists um, come to my school and talk, that's when I really started thinking like, okay, well, what do I need to do to go into this field? And so in high school, we, I took as many science classes as I could. Mm -hmm. um, I remember earth science. Oh my gosh, being like my favorite class ever. <laughs> Earth science was, that was my class. Um, and so my guidance counselor in high school, you know, I remember her mentioning to me that if weather is what you want to do, meteorology in particular is what you want to do, mm -hmm. you know, start looking at more of those science and math classes. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I wasn't I was really good in science, but I was not good in math. Okay. And a lot of people probably do not realize how much math goes into meteorology. I mean, it is, it's a lot of math. So I told myself, okay, I'm not that great in math. I love science. I'm really good in science. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to go into the broadcasting field too. So my thinking was I could tie the two industries together and get two separate mm -hmm. degrees. Now, looking back, was that the best idea? <laughs> no, because these student loans. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I feel you. So looking back, I probably would not have done it that way. But what I did and also, I mean, I'm just being honest. I did not mm -hmm. want to leave home. Mm -hmm. okay. I was like not one of those people who wanted to go across the country to college I really did not want to leave home. So mm -hmm. I went to Norfolk State University and there I got all of my TV experience. But you know what? I say I probably wouldn't do it that way looking back. And I only say that because it's so expensive. Yeah. Getting like one bachelor's degree and then another bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. However, my experience, oh my gosh, I would not trade it for the world. Yeah, um, I love that. I went to Norfolk State and... I mean, just outside of the educational part, Norfolk State was just amazing. A whole nother story. But um, I went to Norfolk State and I got my bachelor's degree in communications. And there I learned TV. Mm -hmm. I learned how to write. I learned how to put packages together. I learned, you know, TV law. I mean, that's where I learned about TV. And then after that, I went to Mississippi State and I got another bachelor's degree. Now, I, I could have gotten my master's degree. Um, I'm a little impatient. And so okay. <laughs> I knew that I would have to take more classes and all of that. So I, I basically would have had to sit out a year because I would have needed more classes. Okay, to sure. Basically be a prerequisite for some of the master degree level classes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I didn't, I didn't want to do that. So I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'll go back and I'll get another bachelor's degree. Um, and that's what I ended up doing. So I actually went to Mississippi State. Um, I moved there for a year and a half. And then while I was there, I found out that they actually had a really great online program. Okay. So I moved back to Virginia and finished my degree online while working at my first TV station um, in Richmond, Virginia. So cool. So um, when you when you went back to work in you said in Richmond, yeah, was that 
was that like in a role as like in a role as a meteorologist or were you just starting out like as a reporter like do you have, you have to kind of start out as a reporter first and yeah. then you get into meteorology or how does how does that process work pathway work yeah, so I didn't um when I went to Richmond I didn't work as a meteorologist um, because I was still mm-hmm. getting my degree right. so I was working behind the scenes in production okay and I'm the type of person you know if it's something I really want <laughs> I'm gonna find I'm gonna use everything to my advantage right like sure, all absolutely. of the resources that are around me I'm gonna use mm-hmm. these resources to get me closer to where it is that I'm trying to go so when I mm-hmm. worked in Richmond um, I worked at NBC 12 and there um, I was working in production and they needed someone to fill in on traffic. Mm. And I was so nervous. Mm. I, I had never been in front of the camera, um, but I, I agreed to do it because my thinking was, okay, well, if I fill in on traffic, I'm working on the green screen mm-hmm. and this is what yeah. we do as meteorologists. So maybe right. I should just do it <laughs> and I would become a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I started filling in on traffic and that was some of the best experience hmm. that I, I think I could have gotten, you know, just getting my foot in the door behind the scenes and then being right. able to work in front of the camera. That's awesome. And we've interviewed, well, we've interviewed Janae. We've interviewed uh-huh. our other friend, Eugene, too. So a few of you in okay. the communications, like broadcast journalism field. And it's, it sounds like it's just like nitty gritty. Like you have to just yes. go out on a limb and just do things like that. You know, if you want to get into such and such such and such area you like maybe you're starting in production and then you're like learning from somebody else is that kind of what you think like it's just do whatever you can to get where you need to be and you kind of already mentioned that that is exactly it you know because i filled in on traffic and then on weekends so i worked weekends after my shift i was practicing wow. on the green screen okay i was practicing weather you know and it's so funny because the meteorologist at the time who was helping me, um, you know, with weather, we now work together in Chicago. So, oh, cool. <laughs> so life awesome. just comes full circle. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, after my shift, I was practicing weather and it's a whole thing. It's, it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> right. I'm all. sure. Yes. And so, you know, just practicing getting comfortable and, you know, as scientists, we sometimes have these really big words in our head and how mm-hmm. can we make the audience understand it? So it's right. It's a whole thing, you know? And so I did that and I worked in Richmond for gosh, a little over a year. And then the news director in Richmond helped me get my first weather job in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So you met Janae, I'm sure. Cause I know uh-huh. that was Janae's like first stop out of college. Yeah. I love that. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think how I want to order these questions, but the you've already kind of mentioned like what the day today looks like. So, and I, I know like and you just mentioned like you're a scientist, and I, I'm sure I didn't really think about that, but like this is a science <laughs> career for sure. But and I'm sure I'm sure most of us like I mentioned before like you just we watch the weather like we go to our weather apps or we're watching the weather on TV and it looks really easy, but mm-hmm. I just know like there's a lot of prep that goes into it. So can you kind of take us through? Like and kind of like in depth, like how you like how you predict the weather and how you like read the maps, like you know, for us that don't really understand. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, you kind of have to make it like you know, bring it down for your audience. But like, what is your day like starting out looking like and like to the point that you're on TV, you know, sharing the weather and things like that? Yeah. So I usually so when I come in, I always take a look at what happened the day before. 
Mm-hmm. So I look at the temperature from the day before. Um, you know, just for instance, here in Chicago, we had sunshine yesterday. We were in the 40s yesterday. Why did we have sunshine yesterday? Why? And that goes back to my curiosity. You know, mm-hmm. why yeah. were we in the 40s yesterday? Um, because in my opinion, I really think it's important to not just give the weather, but also explain why things are happening. You know, mm-hmm. in Chicago, it has been so mild. We are running behind on snowfall for winter. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Right, <laughs> right. It should not be. Um, so usually I come in and look at the day before. And then I look to see if anything has changed from the day prior. And when I say anything, I mean, do we have more clouds today? Mm-hmm. Um, have the wind shifted? Because when the winds shift, that could change our weather too. So we get a wind out of the north. It's usually cooler. Um, so what has changed from yesterday? And then going forward, what storm systems are going to be impacting us? So is there a storm system coming, say, on you know, the end of the year or you know, in the next couple of days? Is there a storm system that could be impacting us, bringing us rain or snow? You know, mm-hmm. What does the next couple of days look like? And the way we do that, that we actually forecast the weather, we use computer models and we use several mm-hmm. computer models. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, gosh, just off the top of my head, there are maybe about five um, computer models that I use on a daily basis. Wow. And what we do is we look for consistency in these models. And the more consistent the models are, the more confident we are in our own forecast. But the challenge comes where if these models are not consistent, right? And when I say models, for instance, we have the European model, we have the um, the American models, we have all these different models that are basically looking at the atmosphere and telling us what they think is going to happen. Okay. But when we get models that are not agreeing, that's where you know we come in as the scientists and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. what do we think is going to happen? You know, do we, do we think whatever these models are saying, do we actually think that's what's going to happen based mm-hmm. on the environment at the time? Um, so it's a lot. It's a lot of science. It's mm-hmm. we use a lot of computers and, and technology, too, to help us along the way. Um, then usually I put together um, the next seven days, the next seven or 10 days, and then I get ready and go on air. We do our own graphic. So no one's helping oh. us. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Okay, wow. So like, so, so you're saying like when they have like the seven or 10 day forecast, like those images, like with the sun or like the, sh- like, like the temperature, you do all of that? We do all of that. So every oh, single wow. graphic that you see in a weather forecast on TV, more than likely, more times than not, mm-hmm. the meteorologists put those graphics together. Now, some wow. stations have weather producers Mm-hmm. That okay. will help make graphics, but the majority of the stations, at least that I've worked at, um, we've always done that ourselves. Oh, I ha- would have had no idea. I don't yeah. know. I always just pictured like that's a graphic designer's job or like some kind of like oh, yeah no. production person's job. But well, like you said, it could be that someone's doing that. But that's amazing. Yeah. So your prep time is probably a, like is probably several hours in. It's several hours. I try to get in at least two hours before my show. Okay. And then not to mention because I work in television mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta have your hair and makeup together yes. so that's yes. a whole you know another 30 minutes that you're factoring into your time before you actually go on air you know so you're doing hair makeup and 
you know, just trying to make sure that you look presentable too, in mm-hmm. addition to forecasting, putting graphics together. And then you're kind of a producer as well. So it's like, how do I want to wow. tell this weather story? <laughs> yeah. You know, because that's important too. Like what story am I telling mm-hmm. and can, how am I going to tell it in a way that people understand? Yes. Okay. I love it. Like I had no idea. So now I'm, I'm really curious about like the graphics thing. Would you say that your yeah. communications degree prepared you for that? Or like, did they teach you all that in your second bachelor's when you were like getting your meteorology degree or did, was that just mm-hmm. kind of you taught yourself? Like how, how did that work? Cause that's a lot of, of work. <laughs> That is a lot. I think yeah. it comes from, I would say, I think the majority of it came from me working, like my mm-hmm. first okay. job, mm-hmm. and also internships and shadowing. Okay. I, I think the majority of it, I feel like, came from when I got my first job. Because I feel like we can learn a lot in school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you learn a lot in school, but until you get in that field, right? you're really like hands-on doing the job. That's mm-hmm. when you learn the majority of what it is that you're doing or trying to do. Right. Absolutely. And that's a big thing. Something that we're, Kimmy and I are very big on is just like interning or shadowing. So I'm just curious, like for yourself, how did you go about making those connections or doing that outreach to I'm assuming, so was your shadowing, was that in high school or this was in college? It was in high school. Okay. Um, How'd yeah, you go? Oh, yeah. How'd you go about making those connections like at a young age like that? I send cold emails. <laughs> okay. I love it. I am a fan of just sending a random email. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. I would love to be able to come in to just shadow you one day so that I get a better understanding of this job and what it entails. I, I'm a huge fan of it. I know it can be really intimidating, but I mm-hmm. feel like it has gotten me so far mm-hmm. just reaching out. Whereas now you don't even have to send emails. I mean, you could go on LinkedIn, you can go on social media, but exactly. Right. Just reaching out because you never know. There are so many right. people here willing to help, mm-hmm. but they don't know if you don't say anything. Right. Right. Just the art of the, of cold, cold outreach. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does work for sure. But yeah, again, like we, because I think even back to myself, and I always kind of harp on or say this, like I wanted to be a physical therapist, but never yeah. walked inside <laughs> a physical therapy office. Like I just grew up an athlete. And so I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. sounds cool. And, and looking back, I was like, I worked with a lot of athletic trainers. That's different. Oh, uh, and that was just because yeah. they were like working on me. But it, it just like harps on the importance. Like your experience, you were just like, let me go out here and email people. Go, yeah. like, you know, get in their face. And that that is like just super important. And Emails are okay, everybody. Like you can like, like Aisha said, you can email. Like you don't have to like go. Like you know, back in our parents' day, they didn't have that. They had to like actually go inside of a place. And right, I know, I know that's nerve wracking. But an email, you have ChatGPT. You have people that can help mm-hmm. you write emails if you don't want to write it. Like you said, you can you know reach out through social media or LinkedIn. So it it yeah. really is so important because honestly, like how do you know what you want to do or if you like it if you don't see it in action? So exactly, good like. Thank you for harping on that. And because it just, it just really is so vital to figure out what you want to do. I think it's um, important too, mm-hmm. that if it is something, like you said, if, it, if there is something that you want to do, a career fear that mm-hmm. field that you want to go into, you know, reach out because you just mm-hmm. never know. Um, 
like I'm talking to you about weather and if, you know, a meteorology and if you, if we weren't having this conversation, you would have had no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. It. And it's the same way. My first job mm-hmm. working behind the scenes, I had no idea Mm. But all went into it until that first job. Right. And that's probably most people too. Because, yeah, I, I, I can imagine that's most people. Like people, I used to work at a community college and I had so many students that are like, I want to be a nurse. And I'm like, okay. And like, thankfully the program like made you, made or it was required you to be a CNA first. Because that okay. really is like how you get your foot in the door. Like if you yeah. don't want to be a CNA, you probably don't want to be a nurse. Or if you like went through your CNA class and it was like, you just did not like... <laughs> bodily fluids like you don't want to be a nurse so it really it really just does give like literally tells you if you're going to like this career or not so i'm gonna keep harping on it and kemi and i will keep harping on it aisha's harping on it like you have to get your feet wet um and it's so important like your parents you know whoever's listening your parents have connections or if you're already a professional there's so many people you can reach out to linkedin social media has really changed the the game Mm -hmm. and like you said people I find people really are willing to speak with people and, you know, give them 15 minutes of their time just to say, like, this is what I do. You know, how can I help you? People are a lot are very generous with with that Mm -hmm. these days. So it's possible, everyone. (laughs) And you can do it. You can do it. Um, So you've you've kind of already talked about some of the skills, but can you like kind of summarize like what skill set you think is important to enter into this career field? Yes. Um, gosh, uh, skills. I would say persistence, mm-hmm. um, hard work. I mean, you've got to be a hard worker. Stay mm-hmm. curious, too. Mm-hmm. That curiosity, you know, can really take you far. Um, attention to detail. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I believe one it. of those people <laughs> who, you know, I am a triple checker. Like, I don't check things once or twice. I go over right. things times. Um, and also, you know, I would also say not taking yourself too seriously. So being a little lighthearted mm-hmm. because as a broadcast meteorologist and I've, you know, dealt with this, especially early on, but just trying to, if you take yourself too seriously, um, I feel like it could hurt you more than help you, especially being mm-hmm. on camera right? Um, and, you know, just have fun, have fun with it. I know that's maybe not mm-hmm. a skill, but really have fun oh, with it cool. because it, it translates and you know people can see when you're having fun or when you're mm-hmm. not when you're nervous etc cetera, etc cetera. Sure. um if you you know you don't have to love the love the math and science but for mm-hmm. sure be willing to push through and to learn and that's why i mentioned persistence because these math and science classes you know, are not easy, especially the math, you know, the math. I mean, it's just not easy. So you got to be willing to push through, you know, some of these classes and even, you know, not even just pushing through with school, but also with jobs, you know, because Mm -hmm. you don't always get the job that you want, especially starting out. So can you look at this job as an opportunity or a resource to get you where it is that you want to be as opposed to just what it is that you want to do right out the gate because sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't always work that way right absolutely next question curious about so what what would you say are some of your highlights of your profession and what are some of your some of the challenges that you you've experienced yeah I think um oh gosh I'm thinking about some highlights um (laughs) well the one that's most recent that comes to mind 
is last year I was on the Today Show with Al Roker. Wow. So the Today Show covered the Chicago Marathon. Okay. And I did the Today Show weather hits with him and it was so much fun. That's and iconic. I, wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I feel like that goes back to the have fun piece because I got mm-hmm. to see just how fun like Al Roker is, you know, mm-hmm. like he does not sure. take himself seriously at all. Yes. Um, so I think that was certainly a big highlight for me. Um, I would say one of the challenges, you don't see a lot of black female meteorologists. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Especially early on, I dealt with just trying to figure out where I fit mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. whole thing because this is something I've always wanted to do, but I didn't really see many women doing it who looked mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. So I, I feel like early on, I really dealt with a lot of, you know, doubt and just trying to figure out where I fit in all of this. Right. Um, and another challenge, and I know I keep bringing this up, but the... Education. Meteorology mm-hmm. is a tough degree to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Um, so I had to take calculus one, calculus two, calculus three, mm. differential equations. I had to take physics one, physics two. Basically, I was in s- classes with engineers. I was gonna say that's a, that, I was gonna say that's an engineering <laughs> curriculum for, for sure. I was about to say the same thing. Wow. Yes, uh, I was in Several classes with engineer majors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really tough degree to get. It's yeah. not easy. Um, but if you, like I said, if you can push through and you have that drive, you have that determination, mm-hmm. the persistence. You know, you can you can do it for sure. Right. Wow. Yeah. I I'm learning so much. I am learning <laughs> so much because you know, as you were like like listening to classes off because Kemi and I both used to be academic advisors. And as you were listening to those classes, I was like, sounds like an engineering mm-hmm. pathway. Um, yep. But it, it definitely, it definitely makes sense. So um, yeah, definitely like this is a STEM field. So it definitely, it makes it is, sense yeah. that you be with the, the engineers. Um, what was I going to ask too? So I feel like, I feel like the answer is no, but I'll let you answer it. So it sounds like there's really like, this is a very straight path. Like you have to have the education in meteorology or have some kind of science background to get into the field. Like it sounds like you can't, there's not really like many ways to get in. Sounds pretty straight. I think yes and no. Okay. I, I say that because I do know, and I have meteorology colleagues um, mm-hmm. who, for instance, one of my really good friends, he started off as a reporter. Okay. And then he, miss, I mentioned Mississippi state has an online um, program. Mm-hmm. And so he started off as a reporter and then he went to Mississippi State and got his education in meteorology. And he's a meteorologist and he works in New okay. York. So you can go um, different routes. And I, I know colleagues who have gone different routes. Mm-hmm. But you still okay. need the science background. Right. Because the thing is, you need to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, gone absolutely. are the days of just reading numbers you know, on a TV yes. screen and going home. Like, especially because the weather is just tornadoes and hurricanes. You know, you, mm-hmm. you got to know what you're talking about. And absolutely, knowing what, you talk, what you're talking about, it builds trust with viewers. It builds trust mm-hmm. with the community. And that's what, that's what you want. Definitely. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, I think, I think that was, you said like yes and no. So like you can kind of, 
pivot from yeah like a general broadcast career into this but education sounds like that you have to have the education background because you like you said you want to sure. know what you're talking about and you want the viewers to to trust you too so that's a good point yeah my um i'm sorry oh no it's okay um but i feel like i have like one fun question but my like last regular question is mm-hmm. what advice would you have for someone that wants to become a meteorologist or is curious about it what's, what's your advice to that listener so if someone wants to become a meteorologist i would figure out what field they want to go into mm-hmm. because I went into the broadcast field, which is TV. Um, I went into TV specifically, but also radio. Uh, but keep in mind, I mean, they need meteorologists at so many other fields, whether it's the government or aviation, mm-hmm. you know, they look for meteorologists too. So think about what field you want to go into. If you specifically want to go into TV, get ready to start off in a smaller market a smaller city so it may be somewhere that's far away from home Mm -hmm. you know you got to have a little bit of courage (laughs) you know so be ready to take the opportunity that's going to at least get you in the door so that you can start working towards what it is that you really want Mm -hmm. and that may be as a meteorologist i just didn't start off that way but you for sure can start um, you know, as a meteorologist in, say, a smaller market versus working behind the scenes in production like I did. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's great advice. Just to say that, you know, you don't have to just be on TV that, for mentioning, yeah. you know, thank you for mentioning like there's other areas you can do aviation or the government um, because maybe someone doesn't want to be in front of in front <laughs> of a camera. And that's OK. So that's a that's a great point. Just to say that there's multiple fields that, you know, that need meteorologists out there. Yeah. Okay, my last question. I don't know that I don't, I'm not even sure if this is what meteorologists do. Are you are you all the ones that like if there's like bad weather, do you have to go out and like tornado like the hurricanes and stuff like that? Or are those like the general like the field reports? Yeah. What? Okay, so it's funny because kind of both. Um, okay. I've seen several times um, networks or stations send reporters like general reporters out to cover mm-hmm. weather stories, but also meteorologists will sometimes go out and cover weather stories too. I have seen at some stations that I worked at previously, um, they wanted to keep the meteorologists in the station. Right. You know, so that they can, because they know the science. Um, so kind of both. So it could be okay. either or. <laughs> okay. Um, but, oh man, I have covered some, I've covered and have been out in the field. Um, I'm just thinking Hurricane Arthur. Well, that's when I worked in Wilmington. Mm, and okay. Hurricane Arthur passed 25 miles off the coast of southeastern North Carolina. Wow. And everyone was out there. The Weather Channel, CNN, like everybody was out there. And mm-hmm. I was there too at the beach covering the hurricane. Oh my gosh. You know, and it was 25 miles off the coast. So I've certainly done that, being out okay. in the field covering tropical systems. Um, but I've also been in situations where snow, for example, um, here in Chicago, I've been in the studio covering the actual snowstorm, or it, it was a blizzard, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and we had reporters out just talking about what's happening, what they see, mm-hmm. you know, talking to people who are out and about too. Wow. So basically, I mean, I, and I think we... We knew this from like talking to our other reporter friends, but y'all don't really have like if there's like really bad inclement weather, like y'all are out there, like you're either out there, there or like in the studio, 
Like yeah. you have to like like find a way to get there is pretty much <laughs> what what they're right. telling you. Okay. You know, honestly, I like being out covering okay. the storm. I do. I. <laughs> It's the adrenaline rush, I guess. I don't know. I like being out covering the storm. Okay. We're going to see you on Storm Chaser. <laughs> I think your next career is probably going to be Storm Chaser. That sounds... And that's on the Weather Channel. So maybe, like you said, it's going to come full circle. Right. It'll be on the Weather Channel. Well, Aisha, thank you so much. This was really, really informative. I feel like our listeners... And it's just like something different. It's yeah. something different that we haven't um, covered yet, and it's not a field that I think people like are just. It's like at the front of their, the forefront of their minds about like, oh, I want to do this. But yeah. hopefully, someone listening was really enlightened and you know, just piqued their curiosity. So thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, if you want to, do you want to shout out like social media or if people can contact you? Is there a way they can reach out to just learn more? Yeah, and I was actually going to say that because I, I want to help any and everybody who may have an interest in meteorology, specifically broadcast meteorology. If you just have questions or you want to, mm -hmm. you know, go more in depth on anything that I just talked about, feel free to reach out to me on social at Aisha Scott, LinkedIn, Aisha Scott, or send me an email, Aisha Scott two at gmail.com. And I will get back to you. Um, and, Again, I want to help anyone who's interested um, in the meteorology field or even just broadcast meteorology, too. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I will put that in the show notes as well in case anybody wants to reach out. And we'll post it on social media. But yeah, thank you again. This was really awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. This was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We, I, I know for sure you learned a lot because I definitely learned a lot today um so thank you all for joining us you know how to get in touch with us or how to follow um but if you don't you can follow us on social media at yasin podcast um please feel free if you have questions or if there's other careers that you want to hear about um please feel free to email us or reach out to us on like i said social media instagram and tiktok or you can send us an email to let us know but um again we're really appreciative of your support all the shares all the listeners and we'll see you in the next one see you thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of your advisors we'll see you now please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website take a look at the show notes below and please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast also show us some love and please leave a five-star review Catch you next time. See ya.